Welcome to Hope Community Podcast. It's great to have you join us today listening online. We pray you'll be impacted by our message this week. Enjoy. Hey, I do want to get straight into it this morning with um, what the Lord has popped on my heart uh, to share uh, today. I I feel like it goes a little bit under the radar a little bit, this topic, and uh, it's not really talked about uh, too much um, of, of this area of how we love and how we serve people. Um, it, it's quiet and, and we don't talk about it too much. So I, I want to spend some time uh, teaching into it today. I feel like the Lord's just uh, wanting me to teach into this. So I'm going to go with that. But I'm just going to say straight up front that this one was hard. This is hard. So I know I'm getting up here and um, preaching on it, but man, um, I must confess, uh, at the start of the week when the Lord popped this on my heart uh, to write, before I even got pen to paper, um, I knew this, that this was going to be a difficult one for me uh, to write about. So I'm just going to put my hand up and confess straight away and be the first one uh, to say that this is an area that I need to grow in. Uh, it's an area where uh, I, uh, as my children sometimes say, suck at it. <laughs> just, just being real. Um, so I confess that I'm the first person this morning um, to put my hand up, um, especially when the Lord has asked me to, to write on it. <laughs> that was difficult. Uh, so when we hear uh, the word ministry, our minds often go to, um, our minds often think preaching and teaching and maybe worshipping and evangelism and and counselling and, and, you know, different areas. But I want to ask you this question today. Have you ever considered the ministry of listening? Just in case you weren't listening. (laughs) Have you ever considered the ministry of listening? Because it can be a ministry. And it's not, a, it's, it, it's not easy. Listening, listening can be easy. Listening can be easy. But it can be also very, very difficult. Um, so I, I, I think, can I assume that uh, we, we can all, um, we haven't all arrived in this area um, I don't know if there's anyone that can put their hand up today and say, Tam, just send the people my way. I'm a great listener. I'll teach them. I'll, I'll show them how it's done. I'll, I'll let them know how to do it. I don't know if there can be anyone today. But it's, it's not a new thing, you know, not listening. Uh, we haven't listened, you know, too well since the beginning of time when humanity listened to the serpent instead of listening to the Lord who created us. You know, Moses was calling the people to listen and then, um, then Joshua too and then judges and then people weren't listening and even the kings weren't listening and then before we know it, the people were sent into exile for not listening. So, so listening is tough and we need God's help with it. I need God's help with it. So the Lord speaks about listening in the book of James 
And that's where we're going to head to today. Our Connect group actually has just finished a series in the book of James. Uh, man, some of those nights were challenging. Uh, so yeah, we're going to head there today in James chapter 1. And James is a brother of Jesus. And he starts this letter by saying, like, I know you've been scattered, you know, to all the areas. I know that life is difficult right now. Um, but he writes this letter to urge the Christians to, to practice this in their daily walk you know, with their, with their Christianity. So let's head to James 1. It's a short, short word this morning. James 1 verse 19. My dear brothers and sisters. I love how he starts like that before he just, you know, brings it in. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. So, you know, James here is saying, get your notebooks out and write this one down. Take note of it today. And we need to hear, we need to hear his message. We need to be reminded of this word because in our conversations, in our conversations, the desire to talk, the desire to say something, the desire to post something is stronger than the desire to listen. And James is saying, be quick to listen and slow to speak. So may, maybe just right now, just reflect as the Lord was getting me to do a lot of reflecting this week. Just reflect how you're doing with that in the last seven days. The more we listen and understand the more we strengthen connection and, and unity and, and between each other. So in just a few weeks, uh, our church will be offering the marriage course uh, for the third time. Now, this, this course takes some time teaching about listening and five bad habits of it. Now, when I did this course with Mark for the very first time, um, I remember this night very clearly. <laughs> I remember this night very clearly. I can only describe it as like a sledgehammer of conviction. Um, I think that's how I popped it. I, the next morning, I was still feeling the after effects of this conviction and I came to work and I was just, I was walking a little bit slower that day. I was like just feeling it a little bit. I had become very aware, I'd, ha, I'd become aware very quickly uh, that I've got a long way to go. And they, have, they shared in this course that the research shows that the average individual listens for 17 seconds before interrupting. 17 seconds. I thought that's a long time. Like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Anyone else feel it? That's 17 seconds is a long time before you interrupt someone. Try it. You practice it when you're having a coffee after church. See how long it takes you. <laughs> so this skill today is not just for marriages. It's for all of us because we interact and we converse with lots of people, different people each and every day. Proverbs 18.2 says, A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. Spouting off before listening to the facts is both shameful and foolish. So I'm just going to give you a taste today. Um, 
of the course materials and what they shared of the five hindrances to listening, because it's good stuff. I'm going to give you a little taste of the sledgehammer that I got that night. I hope that's okay. (laughs) See how you go with this list. This is the five. They said you might just have one of them. Look, I had nearly all five, but um, (laughs) see how you go. The first one, five bad habits of listening, was disengaging. You might be doing that right now. I don't know. (laughs) How are you going, Tash, with your breathing? Good? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Disengaging. When you have, come on now, this is real stuff. We're guilty of it. When you have a separate conversation going on in your head or because of the physical environment around you, boom, that's a little bit of the sledgehammer. Reassuring, not allowing the other person to voice negative emotions. They share, this one kind of sounds like, oh honey, it's not that bad. (laughs) Might've heard that often. (laughs) Giving advice, focusing on solutions and trying to fix it instead of empathising with the person. Going off on a tangent, taking over the conversation with your own agenda. Interrupting, failing the other person to finish what they say. Now, when I saw that list for the very first time, can I just say, I thought, man, I'm guilty of all five. Like, I'm needing help, Lord. And then I was thinking, maybe I've done all five in the one conversation. I don't, I don't, is that even possible? Maybe it is, and maybe I'm guilty of it. I apologize now if I have been in a conversation with you. But it's a hard skill. Listening is a hard skill. But it's an important one to God because James writes about it. So, so why do we need to take time to listen to people? Listening equals feeling loved. Listening equals feeling loved. When someone is heard, they feel loved. When you stop and give someone time to speak, when you put aside our agenda and take a break from what we're doing, when we give our attention to another person, we're listening and we're loving them. And it's a form of love and it builds connection and wholeness to the relationship and friendship. And we will need to put the phone down. We might need to make more eye contact. I was chatting with one of my mentors this week and I was just sharing with her what I was speaking about. And she's a Christian counsellor as well, so that comes in handy a lot. Um, And I was just sharing what I was speaking on. It's James, you know, be quick to listen. And she said, oh, yeah, she's racked up thousands of hours counselling people. And she said, oh, men men and women listen differently. Uh, She said, men uh, don't give too much eye contact, but they're still listening. Women give a lot more eye contact. And I thought, oh, that kind of makes sense because when the hubby comes home from work some days and I'm debriefing about my day and we're talking and then he continues walking into another room, (laughs) I just naturally stop my conversation because he's left the room. So I just stop talking and then he yells out from the other room, no, keep going. I'm still listening. I'm like, oh, okay. So, I, so it kind of made sense a little bit. <laughs> but men and women listen differently. Listening equals feeling cared for. So it takes time to listen to people and love and care for them in this way. And when we listen, it can stop us from becoming selfish and getting stuck in our own perception. I want to share you a story uh, from Pastor 
um, Charles Swindle. He's an author as well, you probably know him. But I want to read you his story when he was learning all about this as well. And his book's called Stress Fractures, and these are his, his words. So this is from Charles. I vividly remember some time, being, some time ago being caught in the undertow of too many commitments in too few days. And it wasn't long before I was snapping at my wife and our children and choking down my food at mealtimes and just feeling irritated at those unexpected interruptions through the day. Before long, things around our home started reflecting the pattern of my hurry-up style. It was becoming unbearable. And I distinctly recall after supper one evening the words of our younger daughter, Colleen. And she wanted to tell me about something important that had happened to her at school that day. And she hurriedly began, Daddy, I want to tell you something, but I'll tell you really, really fast. Suddenly re realising her frustration, I answered, Honey, you can tell me and you don't have to tell me really fast. Say it slowly. I'll never forget her answer. She said, then listen slowly, Daddy. Mm. When we listen to each other, we're showing the other person that we care and that we love them. Um, so take the time to listen. It's a ministry and we'll build the other person up and make them feel cared for. I want to share with you today a very small clip from the marriage course. I actually invited Nikki and Silla to Hope this morning. I hope you didn't mind. They said yes. <laughs> they said yes. We're going to cross over to them live. <laughs> but Nikki and Silla are the family life pastors at Holy Trinity Brompton in London. And they actually wrote this marriage course years ago. Now it's spread all across the world. And um, it's an amazing course. I want to show you four minutes of it because I feel like um, they really speak into this as well. So why don't we welcome them? Hey, this is Nikki and Silla all the way from London. <laughs> For effective communication, talking is vital. But so too is listening. Often we take listening for granted, and maybe that's because we're not able to close our ears in the same way we can close our mouth to stop us speaking or close our eyes to prevent us from seeing. But we can become highly selective in what and to whom we listen. And if we don't listen to our partner, they may well shut down. They'll probably stop talking to us about their thoughts and feelings. And we've discovered that listening is one of the most important skills to learn if we're to have a strong marriage. And I have certainly had to learn a lot over the years because I'm not a naturally good listener. There's a great quote from the Bible that says, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. And I have to remind myself of that often. And actually, it also reminds me of a well-known helpline service in the UK that had an advertising poster of just a huge ear with the words written across it, open 24 hours. And they know that they can give support, sometimes life-changing support, just through listening. The amazing thing about marriage is that we have it in our power to make our partner feel loved and valued just by listening to them. This is one of the greatest gifts we can give to our partner and to our marriage. But often, it's the people we're closest to that we can find it hardest to listen to. It's so easy to stop listening to our partner or cut them off because we think, I already know what they're going to say next, and we short-circuit the conversation, sometimes just to speed things up. But the effect is, we can stop our partner saying what they're thinking or feeling. 
I'm Tony Troxler. I'm Susie Troxler, obviously. And we've been married for about, what, 12 years now? Without listening to something and just prejudging or or giving advice as soon as I hear a keyword or something. You have to hear the whole thing. You have to get the whole train of thought. I would just like that judge something after you said it, but I could be wrong. And and I, I've gotten gotten a lot better at just listening, hearing her out, and saying my part instead of just judging soon as she says something and trying to shut it down or, or speak over her. And it it just it just feels a lot better not to do that. If 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 I feel like he's judging to be able to say, I'm feeling like you're not listening or I feel and then he'll he'll say, Okay, right, okay, I'm listening. And then so it'll kinda it'll it's just being honest just helps it work like mm-hmm. it's supposed to. And in his defense, I'm not actually surprised that he would interrupt or disengage because I was very long winded. <laughs> I was being polite. (laughs) Yeah, very long with it. Like, I would be talking a long, long time. I had to learn that right along with him learning, you know, not to disengage or I had to learn to, you know, break that down and just, you know, smaller tablets because it's just too many words. So that's how we, I guess, learn to deal with it. Yeah. When they haven't been listened to, People talk about feeling frustrated, unsupported, and taken for granted. And some people would go as far as to say they feel unloved or even rejected. Knowing we've been listened to is the complete opposite. We're likely to feel valued, more confident, supported, and loved. And when I know that Nikki has really listened to me, I feel less stressed, I feel less anxious about life in general. In fact, it makes me feel really good. Oh, we love Nikki and Scylla. If you come along on the course with us, um, you do fall in love with them from week one, hey, and you get to, you get to know them really, really well. Um, Mark and I actually just did a Zoom um, with them and with 100 couples around Australia who all host the marriage course in their churches. And there was this one church that is up to this course 20 times, 20 times, and they're exactly like they are um, on Zoom as they were in the course too. So you do fall in love with them. Hey, I want to just give you some practical tips on how to listen, and this is for me uh, too, but I thought this might be able to help. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. That's a good one. Be patient. Pray for wisdom and discernment during the conversation. Sometimes a person just needs another person to hear them and listen, and they have chosen you as their safe person. As we're listening to the person, we can also be listening to Holy Spirit. He will help you listen and know how to respond. After the person speaks, you might like to use a sentence, so if I'm hearing you correctly, and then just do a bit of rephrasing. That's also a good one. Hey, I can just see this week after you've listened to that in, in at home, you know, when the wife says something, I can see the husband. So what you're saying is, and we'll, we'll know, I can see the jokes already. <laughs> give, them, give them your attention. Put your phone down, your laptop away. Uh, don't look at the TV and give them time to speak. And guard your heart. This is a good, you know, this is a very important one especially if you do listen to a lot of people. Um, guard your heart. Sometimes you can flick the channel, start a movie, 
walk in on a conversation and before you know it, we're listening to a lot of things we weren't expecting to hear. So guard your heart with great discernment. God will guide you to listen well or to shut it down or not to engage in the conversation. And recently I heard someone say that they worked with another fellow in the workplace and she noticed that he wouldn't participate in the conversations if some of the guys started talking about certain topics. And she remembers thinking that's a man of integrity right there. And she later found out he was a Christian. It's an awesome witness. So James reminds us today to be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry. I wanna also share today about the best listener of them all. Our Lord Jesus, praise God, there is someone who really knows how to listen to us. And our Lord, He doesn't disengage. Our Lord doesn't interrupt. Our Lord doesn't go off on a tangent. Our Lord is always there. Our Lord is waiting to listen to us and He he truly understands. He listens. Bonhoeffer, uh, in his book called Life Together, says many people are looking for an ear that will listen. Christians have forgotten that the ministry of listening has been committed to them by God who is himself the great listener and whose work they should share. We should listen with the ears of God that we may speak the word of God. I wanna just wrap up um, this morning just with some scripture. I hope this can encourage you today. Jeremiah 29, 12, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. In my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to my, help. I cried to my Lord for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my requests before you and wait expectantly. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their cry. I feel like this is a a verse for someone today. I have heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will heal you. For those today who may feel distant to God or wondering if he even hears your prayers, God hears your prayers, He hears your cries and He sees your tears. And I encourage you to keep talking with God or or start today if you haven't ever. Make Him your first choice to be that listening ear for you. Not the last. Sometimes He can easily fall to the last. You've You've talked about that situation with 20 people before you even talk to the Lord about it. And sometimes I find if you'd make the Lord the first person to talk and listen, sometimes it doesn't go beyond that. It stops there and He'll speak to you and you don't actually have to share it with anyone else. Or if He hasn't been an option, make him, make, start, start making Him an option. Continue to pour out your hearts to God. He is listening. He is the best listener. And for all of us, when people choose you and I to share about their day, could be your son or your daughter or your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your work colleague, whoever. When people choose you 
to share about their day, about their struggles or frustrations, about their fears, about their hopes or dreams. My prayer this week has been for all of us that we can become better listeners. With God's help, with God's help, better listeners. So that we can be to them a listening ear that might just somewhat mirror the listening ear of God. So why don't we stand and I'd love to pray for us this morning. Father God, um, I thank you for your word in James to us today. And Lord, I confess that I need help in this area. And Lord, we ask for your help. We ask for your help, Jesus. Father, in the, in the times, Lord, that as mums and dads and, and we've got a busy life, Lord, and people want us and people come and share things, Lord. I wanna pray, Father, over our homes as well, Lord, that in our homes, Jesus, that you will stop You'll, you'll help us to stop and you'll help us to sit and you'll help us to lean in when someone is sharing something with us. And Father, I thank You, Lord, that You have reminded me this week that it is the way we love people. So Father God, help us love our husband in this way. Help us love our wife in this way. Help us love our friends in this way. Help us love our work colleagues in this way. Father, help us with great discernment, Jesus, for the times when we hear Your whispers saying, don't say anything, just listen. And Father, help us in the times when we, when we walk into conversations and it's not what we're wanting to hear. Father, help us not engage. Guard our hearts, Lord. Guard our ears, Father. Lord, we, we ask, Father, for help in this, Jesus. And I pray that we can love and serve people in this way. We need Your help daily. Just as Silla said on that video, we do need Your help daily with us, Father. So Lord, we thank You, Father, for Your Word. And we ask for Your help in this, Jesus in your mighty and your precious name. Amen, amen, amen. Thanks so much for listening to Hope Community Podcasts. We hope you enjoyed today's message and remember to subscribe to the channel to keep up to date. From everyone here at Hope Community, have the best week.